War never changes. Remember, no Russian. Did I ever tell you the definition of insanity? If I'm to choose between a greater and lesser evil, I'd rather not choose at all. I'm afraid. Finish him! Everyone I have cared for has either died or left me. Everyone fucking except for you! Hello, hello my friends, and welcome to Let's Talk Video Games. This is episode 2 and I'm your host, Walter Núñez. Today we will be talking about the arrival of GTA 5 in the next generation of consoles. Along with the presentation of the PlayStation 5, which was a pretty amazing uh, presentation if you ask me, Rockstar made an appearance and everyone, including me, was super excited. We knew in our hearts that there was a new GTA release coming. And we were wrong. Well, not technically, but yeah, we were wrong. Because what was announced was that GTA 5 would be coming to the Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5 in the second half of next year. This will be its third re-release. And what I mean by that is that GTA 5 was originally released on Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3. Then it was re-released on what at the time were the next-gen consoles, Xbox One and PlayStation 4. Then it was released on PC, through Steam, and this year on Epic Games Launcher. GTA 5 will be released for the third generation of consoles, eight years after being originally sent to the market. All of this while the so-called GTA 6 was not even announced. With the prices we've been seeing for the last eight years, it makes sense to think that GTA 5 will get its re-released with a new game price tag, which nowadays is almost $70. Rockstar is selling an eight-year-old game at full price. And I personally want to talk about the situation with consoles, because I believe that they are being taken advantage of. As said before, GTA 5 was released for PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 originally. So, when the versions for Xbox One and PlayStation 4 were released, this game was sold as a more advanced version compared to the earlier counterparts, even though pretty much the only things that it had was a little bit of better graphics and the first-person uh, perspective. After some time, Rockstar decided to stop releasing updates for PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360, forcing people to buy a new generation of consoles and another copy of the game in order to play GTA Online. And the same goes for the 2021 release, which will be sold as a version with better graphics and new exclusive content for GTA Online. PC, on the other hand, has and will continue to have all updates for the game. You can customize the graphics depending on your PC specifications too. In the long run, it's probably cheaper to buy a gaming PC or laptop and one copy of GTA 5 than three sets of consoles, copies, and online subscriptions which you need if you want to play GTA Online. So given the situation, it would make sense for gamers not to buy the game, right? To be mad at Rockstar. But that is not happening. Why? Well, let's talk first about why gamers are playing and buying the game one, two, or even three times. Rockstar has not added anything to the original single-player experience since the first released eight years ago, not one mission. And it's not like it really needs one, you know? The game works perfectly as it is. It is one of the best single-player experiences out there with an interesting balance and contrast between the three playable characters. GTA has always shined for its satirical tone and this installment of the game is not different in that regard. However, while there is no new content for the story mode, Rockstar has not been idle all of this time. 
there had been a lot of updates for the game, but for GTA Online. Originally, we only had dead matches and lesser missions available, but after a lot of pressure from the fans, Rockstar finally added the heist update, which provides robberies orchestrated by Lester that are quite similar to the ones we saw in story mode. Throughout the years, Rockstar has added two more heists, the Doomsday heist and the Diamond Casino heist, this one being released on December 2019, and a lot of new Lester missions. There are also new properties you can buy. You can own an office, from which you can control import and export of crates and cars, a motorcycle club, illegal businesses, a hangar, and more. The online has become a game of its own. You will probably spend much more time finishing stuff in GTA Online than on the single-player campaign, and there is still much more stuff coming every time. Rockstar releases weekly updates on Thursdays, and also big updates almost twice a year. And the online is the main reason Rockstar has not been rushing the release of GTA 6. GTA 5 is the biggest commercial success in gaming history, and probably the biggest success in entertainment as a whole. It has more than 115 million copies sold, which translates into more than $6 billion as revenue. That means that all of the money they used to create the game in the first place, and all of the marketing campaigns throughout these 8 years, has been recovered and much more is generated. And we can see that in the number of players. Just in the last 30 days in Steam, we got a peak of 172,000 players just on that platform. We're not even talking about Epic Games Launcher or Rockstar Launcher. We did see, though, an increase of 254% of PC players thanks to the free giveaway of Epic Games. So this means that the PC number is much higher. And just as an additional fact, consoles have four times more users than PC, so it is clear that GTA 5 is massive, and it continuously generates more and more money thanks to the real-life money transactions for the online. While, it, at all, while at all times it has generated a lot of money with these transactions, it's in the last few months that the amount has grown exponentially, and this is because there are a lot of new things to do in the game, and you can also buy a lot of new stuff. So I want to talk about my personal experience with the game. I bought GTA 5 the first day it was released on Xbox 360. And it took me probably like a month and a half to finish it because I was at school and I had a lot of things to do. But it was a great experience to be honest because a lot of my friends bought it too and we discussed it a lot. And when I decided to get into the online, that's when the heists were just released. So. About that time, their new most expensive thing was a supercard valued in around 800,000 uh, in-game dollars. Nowadays, we get cars selling for more than 3.5 million in-game dollars. Obviously, you can do money in an easier way, but you need to invest a lot more time. If you don't want to do it, you can buy in-game cash with real-life money. And honestly, that's when the thing gets a little bit ridiculous. If you want a plane that has no other functionality that looking cool, it's gold, you know, looks expensive, and flies, you have to pay 140 real life dollars. If you want a car based on the DeLorean of Back to the Future, that's $70. You want a flying bike that has become pretty much the norm for doing mission, $60 right there. And it may seem like a lot of money, and honestly it is, but clearly people are buying this. And it's either buying the money or maybe investing 10 or more hours just for the flying bike. So why the hell are people grinding or buying stuff for this game? It sounds, sounds stupid, to be honest. 
Well, the game provides a great simulation environment and you can do all of the stuff you cannot do in real life. You can go on a full killing spree if you want, or you can be a chill player and just do car races. The environment that it provides, it's perfect to do whatever you want. While the game has an obvious focus on illegal means of generating money, there are alternatives, and the biggest one, and most popular one nowadays, is the big role-playing system that's available in GTA Online. By joining these servers that are not official but still work in the online, you can work as a policeman, a taxi driver, a paramedic, criminal, and much, much more. It's like living a simulation of life in GTA Online. It is obviously bringing a lot of attention for the game. Huge YouTubers and celebrities are coming back to the game for this role-playing system. And as said before, the environment is one of the best, if not the best, for a simulation of real life. It is really complex and realistic in most of the way it works. So all of this generates fans of those YouTubers and celebrities uh, an interest in the game and they come back to it. And if they get hooked again, they will probably spend much more money, real life money, to enhance their experience in GTA Online. We can now see the deck success of GTA Online is the cause of us not seeing anything about GTA 6. And I'm not saying that they are not developing GTA 6, I actually believe they are. Because Rockstar tends to take a lot of time doing each of their games in hopes of doing an amazing job. For instance, Red Dead Redemption 2 was released 8 years after the first one. GTA 5 was released 5 years after GTA 4. And Rockstar is known for taking its sweet time. I cannot complain personally. They sacrifice yearly releases by doing one game each 5 or more years, but the final product is top-notch. If you compare two games that were released the same year, Red Dead Redemption 2 and Assassin's Creed Odyssey, it is clear that Red Dead Redemption 2 is a way, way better game in pretty much all aspects. But that does not mean that Assassin's Creed Odyssey is a bad game, because it isn't. While it wasn't as good as Origins, they provide some great battles and memorable villains and all of this Greek mythology that, at least me, was I, I was really obsessed with all of this Greek mythology when I was a kid and dinosaurs, because dinosaurs are great. But I was obsessed with that and being able to see that in um, the most realistic way I will be in, in life, that's, that's amazing. I loved it. But Red Dead Redemption 2 does almost everything masterfully. The original score, the mechanics, the graphics and the story are just something else. They put this Rockstar game on another level and it is somewhat unfair to compare them to most games. GTA 5 is almost the same. Great single-player experience, but one of the best online experiences in history, too. Nevertheless, Rockstar's milk in GTA Online a bit too much for my taste. I know that developing video games is really expensive, and that all of the updates they released cost a lot of money. If they want to develop new stuff, they need income. And all of that income is being reinvested in GTA Online, Red Dead Redemption Online, and probably a new game. So hearing that GTA 5 is coming to the next generation of consoles sounds ludicrous, and it kind of is. But I don't think that we will be seeing a GTA game for at least two or three more years. And with that in mind, it would mean two or three years of no income from a lot of gamers to Rockstar. So they want to keep the market they have, and if possible, grow it. People are not really complaining. They enjoy the new content they get from their old games, but we are all expecting a new game. And until they release a garbage game, or they decide to overmill the GTA Online cow, they won't get too much shit from their fans. 
our weight is usually rewarded, at least with Rockstar, and you can still have fun with the games that are already released, so the situation is not terrible. And I want to leave you today with this idea. I believe that sometimes waiting for a new product is better than getting an unfinished one that will not live to our expectations. So be sure to subscribe to the podcast and please, please, please leave a review. It helps me a lot to know what you guys think about the podcast and how can I improve it. Next week, we will be talking about console-exclusive games that are starting to migrate to PC, so be sure not to miss that one. Cheers!